everybody, and thanks again for joining us for an episode of Blacktop Banter. These episodes and how they are brought to you could not be done without the assistance of our sponsors. So please take your time and listen to the sponsors here at the beginning of the show and to our secondary sponsors after the show. They are all great companies within our industry that are looking to help us out in any way they can. This episode of Blacktop Banter is brought to you by KM International. KM International has been manufacturing the highest quality asphalt maintenance equipment for over 30 years. They started out as a two-man operation working in a pole barn. Now they got 40 employees working out of a 36,000 square foot manufacturing facility. It all started from their propane-fired skid-mounted hot box, and now they got over 40 different product offerings for contractors like you, like myself, whether it's private or municipal, whatever. Also, this commitment to our industry is one of the reasons that KM has been used now in over 44 countries and every single state in the United States of America. When it comes to KM, I immediately think of their infrared machines, but a lot of people also use their hot boxes. I would love to get my hands on one of these soon. I have seen them all over the country being used by contractors and municipalities, and some of these machines are you know, they've been around for a while when you see them. And I got to believe that that's probably because they increase profitability. So people keep them going. They're built really, really well. I was lucky enough to see a demo of one recently uh, at World of Asphalt. So they're built really, really well. Therefore, if they last a while and you're able to use them, you're going to get some cost savings and you're going to increase profitability, especially if you're using the infrared machines because you're not going to be cutting out and using material. If you want to check out more about KM International, they're on social media. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They also have a YouTube channel. If you want to get more information and you want to call, you can call 800-492-1757. You can also email them as well if you'd like. Sales at kminternational.com. One of the best ways, I think, is just to go to the website, kminternational.com. You'll be able to check out the full lineup and get started right there with checking out all the equipment out and reaching out to somebody if you want to check one out, demo one out and get interested. We've had our 800 network phone number on the side of our trucks and our vehicles and everywhere else here at Wiscote and Dubuque Asphalt Maintenance for a while now. And we're really glad to have them as a sponsor for the podcast for the next unforeseeable future, hopefully. But uh, some of the advantages that I want to talk about real quick about having an 800 network number is that A or one, we'll start with numbers. One, you get more work. Uh, two, it's really easy to cover the cost of the number for a year. One small job would cover that. So, you know, the rest of the calls and everything that comes in are, is strictly advantageously profit. The other thing is that you get exclusive discounts from top industry leaders. That's a big group network. They give you a group discount. We've used that discount um, by, for one of our sealer manufacturers and suppliers. The other thing is that they do reach out and get you national account work as well. So some of those big box stores and things you've been trying to get into. One of the other things is that the, the number is really easy to remember. Whichever you put on there, it helps with your branding and the calls go directly to you. So if somebody does call that number, it goes straight to you. And, you know, it's not so easy to get an advantage over your competition um, from, net, you know, here and there maybe a little bit. But when you talk about branding, having a branding power over your competition who has a number that's hard to remember and you go by and it just says 1-800-ASPHALT or 1-800-SEAL-CODING or 1-800-BLACKTOP, that's going to be pretty easy to remember. If you're in parades or you're out working on a job and your truck is parked there all day, your vehicles are parked there all day, that is going to get branded into people's minds over time. The other thing is when you join 800 Pavement Network, you're joining over 300 pavement contractors who've generated over $2 billion in combined total sales. So if you're interested, if you're curious, it's really easy to reach out and they will get back to you there at the 800 Pavement Network. You can call 1-800-PAVEMENT. That'll get you there. You can go to the website, 1-800-PAVEMENT.COM. 
that'll also get you there. And 800 Payment Network is very active on social media. So you can find them on almost all social media outlets. Go ahead and type that in, 800 Network, 800 Payment Network, and you'll find them. So I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about 28 Circles before and Jason share over there at 28 Circles. Uh, their marketing and SEO service that they provide has probably quadrupled our workload here in Dubuque Asphalt Maintenance and has added to our workload here at Wiscoat, which has allowed us to expand, to grow, to hire new people. Um, I can honestly, truthfully point directly to hiring Jason and the team at 28 Circles to take care of our SEO, our website, and some of our marketing there with Google and everything else to generate our leads and to help build our brand. It has literally helped us immensely. You know, you, it's rare that you get a marketing company that is strictly for asphalt and seal coating companies, but that's what 28 Circles is. Jason will call you, he'll email you, he'll text you. You deal with him directly to set up everything and how to reach your goals and develop a brand on Google and more. What he offers is a done for you, that's in air quotes, um, websites and marketing so that you don't have to worry about it, man. You want to be out there working, you know, putting asphalt down, seal coating, doing all that stuff and not worrying about you know, whether you have a great presence here or a great presence there, they take care of it for you. Right now at 28 Circles, they have two offerings. One is the welcome mat. It's $149 a month. Think about that. Let's just say you times that by 12. One job pays for that, right? If you times it by 10, one decent job pays for that, whether you're seal coating. If you're paving, it definitely covers it. That's it. And you don't have to worry about it the rest of the year. The second one is the growth plan. So let's say you've already reached a certain point and you want to improve and grow and do more. The growth plan is $449 a month and it includes everything in the welcome mat package plus everything that would help you grow and even grow and grow and even grow. You know, that's the idea of the increase of the growth plan over the welcome mat plan. If you call Jason at 720-476-2260 and mention myself, Marvin, or Blacktop Banter or anything like that, he will waive the $199 setup fee. It's gone. You don't have to worry about that thing. The other thing is there is a link below in this description of this episode. Scroll down there. You'll see it at the bottom. It'll say 28 circles link. Click that and that'll get you that $199 off the setup fee as well. And if you want to just check stuff out before you call or click the link or do whatever, go to 28circles.net and you'll find it there. I cannot recommend this to you guys enough. We are in a digital age. If you're trying to do it yourself, you're probably missing out and you're stretching yourself too thin. It's okay for the start, but hire a professional, somebody who does this all the time. And 28 Circles is strictly designed for our industry. I cannot preach that enough to you guys. I hope you call them, I hope you hire them, and I hope you get more and more and more success off of making a right choice like this one here. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Black Top Banter. We have quite an undertaking today, uh, which is probably a first for us. I've been on a lot of these calls. I know uh, some of my guests, even I've been on some of these calls where we have 10, 12 people um, and we pulled that off here today. So if you're listening, uh, you're going to get a lot of different voices. And if you're watching, you're going to see a lot of faces all at the same time. But this is episode 72. And I'm Marvin, of course, and this is Blacktop Banter. Now, we do have a lot of guests, so I'm just going to go down the line here and let everybody introduce themselves real quick. I'll, I'll cue who's going to say what and when, and um, we'll go from there. But real quick, just tell us your name, your company, where you're from, and what you do. And uh, I'm going to start up with Ian first, and then we'll jump to Mike after that. All right. Uh, my name's Ian Jarbo. I'm with uh, Construction Engineering Solutions out of Leopold, Indiana. I am the Director of Technology. And then, you're in, Mike. 
right, uh, Mike Jarbo. Uh, I'm a high school teacher. Uh, I teach land surveying and uh, construction and engineering. Um, in my summer, I'm working for uh, Construction Engineering Solutions. Uh, I was a land surveyor previously before I became a teacher. Um, so I'm working for CES this summer, doing some site layout for uh, different, various construction sites for them. Cool. All right, I'm going to jump to Kirsten. You're you're next. Hi, I'm Kirsten Fowler. I am the executive director of the Asphalt Pavement Association of Indiana. I live in Indianapolis. I began my career at a contractor, worked in the field, um, now at the association. Oh, all right. We're going to sneak to Jacob. I know he's not up on the screen, but we'll let him unmute, hopefully, and jump in here. Jake Botcher. I'm with FNF Construction out of Tempe. I'm an estimator. Um, pretty much do everything in the Southwest. Cool. All right. Now we're going to jump to my buddy Keith, uh, the man who needs no introduction. I'm Keith Callaway, Jr. I'm the the... COO of KNL Industries. Uh, we're an asphalt and paving company. I do everything, everything asphalt and concrete up in Oregon and Southwest Washington. Cool. All right. We're going to jump to Shane and then Mike. Hello, I'm Shane Beckham. I'm with Scotty's Contracting, uh, centrally located here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, we cover a big majority of the state of Kentucky and all services were fully integrated for the most part. We don't do a lot of concrete work, but very heavy civil contractors. Cool. Mike? Yeah, I'm Mike Randolph. Uh, I'm a senior project engineer with uh, HNTV. Um, my background is in utility coordination and uh, utility mapping uh, on large uh, highway infrastructure or train or utility projects. So. Cool. All right, now we'll sneak over to the on-station team before it's too late. We'll get Jessica and then we'll hit Patrick. Yeah, I'm Jess. I'm the marketing director here at OnStation. I've been here for a little over a year. So it's been a whirlwind working at a startup, very fast-paced moving, but we've just recently pushed out a bunch of updates. So we're really excited to have everyone here today to show everyone the app and kind of run through a couple of things. Cool. Patrick. And I'm Patrick Russo. I'm our, uh, our company CEO. Um, I want to thank all of you for taking this half hour and joining us. Um, it's really, uh, really special for us to have you all on the line here. I look forward to showing you the app. Um, we have a whole team here, 11, actually we're up to 12 people now. Um, I added uh, another person this, actually two people this month. So we're growing, we're here to support you. Uh, and yeah, we're just excited to show off the app. Well, then let's do that. Let's uh, jump into some slides real quick and, and show us what we're looking at. Absolutely. So three quick slides just to give you uh, a little bit of an overview, um, but special shout out, Marvin. Thanks for um, having us on today. Hey, Amen. So uh, we're going to start with the struggles. Um, many of you probably know these firsthand, but just really quick, you know, the problems that OnStation is trying to solve and it all starts with where am I? Where am I out on the road? Uh, most of the conversations begin there. I've heard lots of people say like, oh, I'll, I'll send somebody out there to find what's going on. Um, when you're out on these long highways, these long roads, assets over distance, knowing where you are on the road is the, the key problem that you have to solve. Um, on top of that, just the old tools that we have, the lab, the measuring wheel, the plans, it's outdated, it's unproductive. And if we want to get some young kids on here, um, Mike, right, you're teaching this in the classroom, they expect to use technology in their phones. They don't want to be walking off the distance with a wheel. Um, from the information side, right, there's all this work that goes into the planning and the design, but then how it gets into the field in a usable, uh, easily digestible way is a challenge, right? It's, it just that information is not readily available to the folks out on the project. Communication, disconnected, you repeat yourself and it's unorganized, right? You guys have conversations now. It's on my cell phone, Jess's, you know, email, Marvin likes to text, Ian likes to call and it's just all over the place. And then when you have to reconcile the project or get paid, 
on a forced account and, and claim you know what you're owed, it's very challenging to do. And then the last one to hit on uh, safety. It's important to us. It's uh, something that our users appreciate. Finding stakes and laughs on a live road is challenging and dangerous. Knowing the utilities that are around you if you're digging is dangerous. Uh, just proper setup of the traffic control, being able to do that seamlessly. Uh, these are all, the, the job site's already hazardous enough and all these extra components around it, um, there's a way that we can improve that. So on station, we're available in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. It works on your phones and tablets. You simply download it, and that's pretty much the extent of your project rollout. It all starts with location. Can't be any easier. You open up the app, select your project, and you get an instant station alignment and offset. That's it. Accurate two to four feet. It's right in front of you. It moves with you and selects those to other alignments. Uh, if you have a big project, you see that information, but it's right in front of you. The average worker looks at that six times a day because knowing your location is where it all starts. Um, on the information side, we take all those PDF plans, the DGN, KMLs, uh, all that design layer information and display it on the map. It's right there in front of you. You want to know where the culverts go, you turn on the drainage layer and the stationing, and it appears you just have more information and you can make uh, better decisions. On the communication side, we like to call it location-based information. The conversation that you're having at this spot on the road is organized, time-stamped, documented at this particular spot. You can reference it tomorrow, you can reference it here from now. And that's powerful when you have to go back and clear something up. And if you could open up your app, pull that station up, see all that information, like you're way ahead than the next guy who doesn't have a station. And then from a safety component, uh, we've heard, you know, we've got pictures from guys caving at night. They don't have to look uh, for laugh in the middle of the field. Uh, if you're doing uh, inspections, one of our guys said that they inspected all the cold joints over several miles and never left the truck. Uh, if you have to find a station, you can manually move the map so you can be close, but then pull a station from the road and never have to go in the trap. So these are just all ways. I'll, I'll introduce another feature here shortly that we're trying to help you be a little bit safer. And then last one here before we jump into the app, just a little bit of our community. These are just some of the workers or companies. Uh, over 200 organizations are using OnStation. Over 10 DOTs are using it on some level. We're active on 500 projects worth about $10 billion in infrastructure spending uh, right now. And last month, the last 30 days, the app was opened over 28,000 companies. So people are using this thing every day, and uh, that feels awesome. It feels really cool. So that's just a little bit of an overview. I'm going to pause and get my app set up, and uh, Jess has going to take it over. Yeah, so I know a lot of you have experience with stationing, probably especially Mike. <laughs> um, so what are your guys' experience with stationing or even dealing with the bad stationing? Like, we all know that kind of thing where you're trying to find a laugh, but the lawnmower ran it over or the weather took it away. We've all heard these experiences out on the road. So how do you deal with it? Is there any solution right now, really? I know for for us, yeah. I know for us, uh, it's the old-fashioned way. You're muted. So going out and restationing. There, I got yeah. keys. So yeah. yeah, you we go out. We we pull a tape measure, a hundred footer. We get a measuring wheel. Uh, we start look. You know, we pull the plans out. Somebody pulls their pickup up, and we get about four of us there, and then we figure out where we're at. And then like, you know, one guy walks one way, one guy walks the other, and then we start connecting dots in between to see if we can somehow figure out um, what somebody drove over and took out of the equation. Cause it's not that we're trying to find them. It's trying to find the ones that are missing. Those are, for us, those are the big ones. Like if I know where it was and it's somewhere close and that's good, but like, it's usually when they've taken two or three out in a row 
that I'm like, oh, this is a bad deal. There's supposed to be approaches here or there's a culvert to the left, but nobody knows exactly where. And so we, it's, it takes forever. 90% of what I do is going to, to recreate something that somebody else has already done, but I have to pull a set of plans out and spend half of my day reprinting, reproducing something that, that in theory should be light years ahead of where it's at, which is what you guys do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, what is your experience? Because I know you work in more surveying side of things. Uh, usually, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. sorry, me and Ian are both in the same room here. So uh, usually it's uh, not, as, not as big of an issue because Typically, I have my uh, GPS set up uh, for most of the day, so I can usually just hop out of the truck and figure out where I'm at looking on my data collector. But uh, for days, if I'm, you know, I'm staking something with the total station or whatever, um, then then I, I have those same issues. You just kind of got to drive around until you do see a lad or some pain on the road or something to figure out where you're at exactly to, you know, know what it is that you have to lay out. So uh, days that you don't have your GPS set up, uh, it can be more tricky to kind of just takes more time to figure out where you're at and what you need to lay out. Awesome. Well, Patrick's going to go into the app now. We kind of show you live in action what it's all about, what we've been talking about. And he's going to first start with our mapping tool. So this is our prime selling feature, right? This is why we have the app. So Patrick can take it away. Um, so I'm using, um, I'm going right from my phone here, and I actually have a, a beta version of our app here. We're going to show you some cool new things that we're working on. But uh, essentially, you open OnStation, it goes to the last project that you access. Everybody recognizes these numbers that are popping up. Station 274 plus 11, and I'm 11 to left. That's it. It's instant. It happens every time you open your phone, you get that reading at the bottom. If you were on site, it would snap right to that location. Uh, it follows you around as you go. If you come up to uh, two alignments, you can either select one. So if you want to continue down the main bypass one, or if you're going over to Roberts Road, you just keep moving and you'll see that your alignment change and the readout at the bottom. It's all pre-configured, all set up on our side. All you have to do is open it up and you get this information. Uh, there's a copy button. You need to copy that information and put it in another program. Uh, you can switch over to lat long and get your readout there. You can also switch over to uh, LRS. This is a job in Kentucky, I believe. I think this is the Campbellsville bypass. So we have the Kentucky LRS map loaded. And this is just helpful. It gives you your reading there. Uh, if you need to go out beyond the project stationing, you can switch over to Latlon or LRS to get your location. But we like to say there's no quicker, easier way to get your station than opening up the map. Um, up on the top left here, staying on the map tab, our design list. And these are all included. Uh, they were included when the project was uploaded. So you could have no design layers here, or you could submit 15 uh, with a whole bunch of different elements, and you can toggle them on and off. And I'm going to do a couple things here. I'm going to show you that it overlays the whole design on the project map. Uh, but this is only so, so helpful. There's a lot going on. So if we go back into the design layers, we turn off the stationing, we turn on the model mode, it's going to black out the background. Your stationing is still shown at the bottom, uh, but if you want to know where this, you know, get a view of this inlet, uh, you can just see it a lot better just focusing in on the design. I'm going to switch projects here. Back on our project tab, this is kind of your home screen. Every project that you've accessed is available here. And switching over to a new job is just simply as tapping that. So you could be uh, a project manager, a superintendent. You've got many jobs that you're working on. Just like that, I switched over. 
So on the map tab, I'm going to turn on the utility. This is another cool design layer here because I want to show you this new tool. So above the flag icon on the right is our measuring tool. So if I need to know the distance of this particular piece run, I can move my map. And just like that, 280 feet, I can do yards. I can capture that information based on where I am. We also have three forms. So say you need to take this roundabout area. I draw it a little nicer than I did, but you can get your square feet, uh, square yards, and square acre readout instantly uh, right on the map. And then last function before we leave the map, just uh, you probably saw it a little bit. There's that offline map uh, with the cloud and the arrow. You have to be connected to use this to start, but if you know you're going out in the field or on a project that doesn't have connectivity, you can download the base map and still have your safe news shown. So you still know where you are. It's going to compute that readout on the bottom. Uh, it gives you that option to download the map ahead of time, and then you're not going out in the field wondering where you are. Hey, so, Patrick. Chief, how much time do you think this will save you? <laughs> um, how much time would it save you? And then Mike had a question as well. So, which one do you want to do first, Jeff? It doesn't matter. Mike can go first. With your offline uh, feature on the map, can you also take all your notes? Um, you mentioned the communication tools. Uh, can you take your communication notes uh, and leave them cached in your device? And then when you get back into connectivity, all those notes then get uploaded. So that is a, we call those next level features here at OnStation. And that's on the drawing board, but that's not currently available. Okay. You can take cool. pictures and it'll put your station on there, uh, which I'll show you. But um, currently the notes don't sync. It's just your stationing uh, that we've kind of highlighted that we wanted to push out first. But eventually okay. that'll So currently taking manual notes, but eventually you'll be able to take them cached and sync them up later. Okay, cool. Yeah, for, for, the off, for the offline project. Very helpful. I know some people in our app use the flag and chat for their notes as well. So that's kind of like a workaround right now, but we are working on the most part. Okay. I think Keith was going to tell us how much time it was going to save him. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can quantify that because I, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> that just means that means more time for us to hang out. Then that's all you. That's true. I could come oh. out to Wisconsin and and uh, survey the scenery. That's that'd be all right. I I could take on another employee. That wouldn't bother me. I need help. Yeah, so Patrick's gonna kind of go into the part where I like to call, and there's more section. Um, <laughs> so he's gonna go into more of the communication side of things. So connecting the office to the road kind of stuff. So you don't have to send emails and texts and go through all of those. It's all in one place. And you can do it over an organization or over, over a project through multiple organizations and talk to each other. So Patrick, you can kind of start with um, the camera notes. Do you want to start with that? I got it. So an on-station camera note, uh, which I'll show you here, uh, is pretty powerful. And I like to say to ask people, right, you probably all have pictures from the field that you've either taken or have been sent to you. And if they were sent to you that day, you probably remember the job and who did it and the location of that picture. But I'd be willing to bet if you had to go a week or a couple of weeks or even a month back, like all those pictures are going to start blending together. And so the station finders are number one used feature. Uh, the next is the on-station camera note. So I'm in my office here. I'm going to take a quick picture. You can add a title. Let's say blacktop banter. And I can add a markup if I want uh, to highlight something on the picture 
This is all done within the app uh, and it's simple to do. When I save this image, it's saved to my gallery. So it's saved right to your device. It's one of the few times when we save something on your device. And if I open this picture up, you'll see at the top, I have the date, the station, and the alignment automatically stamped right on the photo. And whatever title I put on it. I just put black dot banner, but you could type out three lines if, if you needed to capture all that information. It was on a Greenfield project, so the map in the bottom left is only so helpful, uh, but we also give you that little reading um, so that you can know where that picture was taken. Then we connect to your uh, app share file, uh, share app, I'm sorry, your phone share app. So if you have OneDrive or Google Drive or Slack or your text messaging, you can put this image right in the project folder in a matter of seconds. And if you took multiple pictures, you could select them all and then uh, you're in. So that's how our camera note uh, works. Now I'm going to scroll down here to some of these flags uh, that I had dropped. So above the camera note is a flag mark. This is where the connected documented communication is. I can select a different icon or I can start it by taking a picture. Maybe there was some standing water on some fresh pavement that you want to capture and that's where you're starting this conversation. Uh, so you simply select an item that you want to drop. You zoom in on your station, wherever that might be, and we'll say ECV parking. This is where we're all going to meet up. And now this image is saved on my map. Picture your work anchored at a location on the front. You can see the details of the title, uh, who created it, the station, the lab long, all that base information, where is this conversation happening? Um, if I wanted to share this plan, I could share it with anyone else who's access the project. They don't see it unless I've shared it with them. So maybe you need to engage the subcontractor or the DOT engineer uh, or someone else on your team. You're having this conversation anyways, but it's all over the place. So documented through on station is just a more clear and easy way. Um, you can add tags to, uh, to organize your conversation. You can add the project-specific pay item list. So if you're going to bill against how you're documenting this, you can add that number uh, right to the head. And probably a really cool, simple feature is this route button. No more will people have an excuse of, oh, I didn't know how to get on the project. I didn't know where you wanted this gravel dump dropped on. Uh, Hit the button, it goes exactly to that spot. Obviously, I'm in Cleveland, this is down in Kentucky. All those on-station icons and other projects have active uh, across the country. Back on your chat tab, this is, you have to upload that while standing there or can you do it later? Uh, upload, you can jump in, whoever asked that question, Go ahead and uh, I'm not sure what you mean. Yeah. Upload. So like if we take a picture and we and we add that to the map, do we have to take the picture and upload it while we're standing there? Or can I take the picture and then add add upload it and add the notes later? You can do that both. You have both options. And, and wherever you upload it, is that the lat launch or does it take the GPS of like the photo that you took and upload that location of the photo? That location of the photo. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll show you in this uh, pipe install uh, example, but so this is your chat tab. This is uh, all of your work planning, your work conversations specific to this project. And you could have four here, you could have 400, you can sort them by name, but you can jump into any one of these and you can see the documentation of what's happening. This particular one, we've, we loaded a couple of photos for you for an example. And you can see this was a pipe install that occurred almost a year ago today. Uh, they added some notes. You have your station stamped on the bottom. And this is all just documented uh, in the app. And you have it all dates and timestamps. So I could, uh, I think that was Keith, right? I could take another picture, Keith, and add it. Or 
I could upload from my gallery and put it in, and now everything's documented within this ticket. The other real cool feature, if you tap on the icon from the chat tab, it's going to bounce right to that spot on the map. Instantly. Where are you? The number one thing we're trying to solve. Where is this conversation happening? Where is this work occurring? Where did the earth, the air happen? The quicker we can get you to that spot and that station, just the better information, the better game. So that's our documentation feature. Uh, the last one, I want to switch real quick back to the Greenfield project, show you the project library. That's the plans tab here to the right of the map. At project setup, any plans, specs, standards that you uh, provide, we can share them here. And this is source control. This is, I left my plans in the truck, but I need to reference something. Um, we've learned that, like, you know, people pull up the app in the office because it's easier to see the plans and then jump to the map and see the station. And this is just an easy way to zoom in see the project design, see the project plan, uh, and get your information. This just gets updated. Project owner submits us the new, the new plan. We update it in the app. It's pushed out to everybody. So there's no more what version are you on, what's the old one. Uh, everybody will see this instance. And that's the project library. I think we're good. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Uh, the The thing that got me was uh, the station marker on the photos, like just for because you think about you know around here where we are, especially out in the country, there's ten mile projects, and you know there might be hundreds of culverts it's like dude which one and uh for it to have the marker on there eliminates that nightmare altogether what do you think jess i think that we should get the opinions of other people on this call i know we haven't heard from kristen at all <laughs> um so feel free like what do you guys feel about the project? Is there anything that you're like, oh, this is cool, but I would like it this way? Or is there anything that you think that should be added as well? This is kind of just an open conversation because all of you are, we're building this app for people like you. So we, we'd like your input. And even if you want to add something onto the app. I personally, I do a lot of DOT work and this seems very valuable to share between the contractor and the project owner so that they can be real clear on what outstanding issues they are. I mean, it's a built-in punch list. Um, <clears throat> I'm curious, we have experimented with uh, BIM 360 within our project as well, um, which is a similar methodology to, to tracking issues, but um, I'm curious if there's if there's any possibility to make some of these these apps uh, compatible with some of the other project tracking apps that are out there, like from what I've seen, none of them have this field functionality, um, which is a huge plus. Um, but there are some other programs already out there in place, so you know <clears throat> it's a dog eat dog world in the app <laughs> space. I, I understand, uh, and you know, Patrick, we've had a lot of good success. Um, on our project, on the I-69 project um, that you rolled out for us here, um, it's it's gone quite well. So I could see that it would be very helpful as a shared tool, not just for the contractor dealing with their crews, um, but just as an overall project team between the owner and the designer and the contractor. So I, it, it seems like you're headed in the right direction. I, there's nothing in particular that stands out that needs to be added, but it's it's pretty exciting if you can get all the players on board to utilize it. Yeah, Mike, we're excited that you said that because we've been actually in conversation with a couple of people that we're partnering with 
because we know daily diaries are not the best thing. <laughs> no one likes to do their daily diaries on the site um, or it's the last minute thing they do, right? It's the, oh no, <laughs> that kind of thing. So we're trying to partner and integrate with other systems so that way we know you're using project management tools. So might as well use the productivity and location with the project management. So we're in conversations and I'm so happy that you said that. These are going in the right direction. It, it seems like, you like the next time. I like it. <laughs> well, you recorded it, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a great tool. As a person who's generally stuck in the office, you know, I grew up in the field surveying and utility mapping world, but I'm in the office more now. So having that immediate response, having my field inspectors be able to take a picture and say, you know, installed, it's done. If you're trying to track the relocations that we have to have uh, in advance of a project, um, you know, if, if the DOT inspector could drive by and take that information and send it in and, and everybody on the project is now aware that that utility relocation is complete or pose a question based on the photo and that's 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 invaluable right it, it would have taken me seven hours to get in the car and drive out to the job site to verify that that was done but if i can use people that aren't immediately on my team to verify for me then that's a huge time saver good good job love, i love to see it yeah i would add um from the association standpoint like we're always hearing new products or innovation but like it's really cool when your members come to you and are like, no, we're using this and this is working for us. And I've heard that from so many of like the API members that they've already got it deployed out in the field. And especially when you see like foremen or superintendents that have been doing this for so long and maybe don't have like a tech background, but they like grab onto something like this and they're like, no, this is helping me. This isn't causing me more work. And that's what I've heard from people. Um, this is my first time like really seeing the demo through and seeing what the app looks like. Um, I'm guessing it's like tablet compatible too, right? So people wanna be able to blow up and see, you know, full set of plans and not have to store, you know, a 200 page, what 11 by 17s and they're tracking, they're walking back and forth. Like they can just pull it up on a tablet. Yep. Yeah, no, super cool. I really like how you have it laid out. And I think like the simplicity of it, like you have it overcomplicated and made it to where it becomes where you need like actual training to figure it out. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah, we try our best. Um, we have a team of experts, as we like to call them. Basically everyone's here an expert because you have to know the product in a small business because if you get stopped, you're selling it. Um, <laughs> but we have a team that really does a great job at onboarding too. We have onboarding sessions with huge teams and that way it's, there's no questioning what the app does. We kind of handhold in that process. So that way we take it off of anyone's plate as well. We know that there's a bunch of apps out there that you have to download, you have to learn the project management tool and then it stops their work on the project and they're not doing what they need to do. So we want to take that out of the equation and we just kind of want to solve it for you. So we try to do our best to make it easy and seamless. I had a couple of quick thoughts, uh, kind of a late ad uh, this morning. Thanks, Patrick, for the invite. Uh, wasn't that familiar with, with this, but just uh, from my perspective, it looks like you guys have placed a lot of time and effort and energy into the thought process. I mean, it looks like you've covered a lot of your bases. I know there's been times in my career that I was responsible for uh, lock and key jobs on Fort Campbell, and the information we were given was much like uh, crayon drawing. So we had to re we had to invent a lot of the information, and something like this would have been light years, I mean, I would have killed to have been able to have something like that in that time. But, you know, from my perspective, even taking it, even if you're not necessarily in the building phase of a project, like there's a lot of things that I do now, like adding additional gas lines to some of some plants and stuff where I could see this, you know, would really come in type, you know, handy figuring out, is it worth the cost and being able to understand what your station is, but even further, when we get into some of our bigger highway projects, you know, we have so many uh, 
variability with our crews, you know, that paving crew being able to just to snap a photo of the picture of what station he actually ended up milling. So the paving crew, you know, it would give us a little bit more of a perspective to be able to do some real quick math in time, if you will, instead of chasing station numbers and stuff like that. So I think you've got a really good product, in my opinion. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, I think Patrick can talk a little bit more about it, but there's um, a lot of things that people don't think when using our app, like pre-bidding and project closeout and all those things, it can definitely help with all those aspects of a project. Yeah, what about like marking like appeal core locations? Like I'm thinking, Shane, if you got to go back out, cut cores, you have someone driving around, they don't know where they're at. So it's like unsafe, you know, location of trying to figure out where to set up. But if you have it easily markable in an app, I just think that that'd be a benefit to it is the coring too. We have customers, Kristen, that they do that all day with the app. Because you can mark the station, you can take a picture, you can add notes as to where that core was. Um, I'm going to jump ahead just a second, but we just introduced a stationing API, which connects to e-ticketing providers. Because we're trying to complete that whole circle. So if you have the asphalt truck, say, for example, coming onto the job site and it hits the paving, it's going to send a lat long to on station and we return a station alignment as to where that load's going down. Then you have your QC folks that are taking the core samples of the density testing and they're adding those markers at a station where you took that test. If everything goes well, no one cares. You never hear about it again. But if the pavement breaks down, now you have all that connected to a specific station on the project. And you could see when the truck went down, the material, uh, the person who took the reading, and it's all connected through that station component. Pretty powerful stuff that only comes into play when there's an issue. And when there's an issue, if you're the contractor and can document what's happening, you know, you're probably going to be in a better position. I'm curious, Patrick, I, I go to a lot of jobs where we may be ahead of survey so we don't have an alignment that you can have station and offset in but theoretically looking at your tool you're just using a aerial map in the background so it seems like you could set up a dummy project with some rough limits go out into the field and collect data you know for, for me i'm looking around for any sign of any utility evidence so i could i could walk around in the field and and do flag and photo you wouldn't necessarily get the station and offset at the time that you took it, but you are collecting that lat long information and it would be entered into the project. And then whenever the project was backfilled with the survey data and you created a station and offset, it seems like you'd be able to perpetuate that data. But it, from a planning standpoint, if you're going somewhere and you do not yet have a set alignment and offset, it seems like you, you'd want a tool to have some functionality even without that, because you know you're on a site that you're going to come back to in the future, even if you don't have your, your alignment set yet. Does that make sense? A hundred percent, Mike. Um, so just what you said works completely. You can, I mean, I just pulled up the LRS here again on that Kentucky project. You could also flip over to your lat long so you can document what's happening out there. If you don't, if the project doesn't have station, uh, my engineering team has come up with a pretty fancy way to build uh, a KML and superimpose that on the map and you can kind of provide, you know, your own station. It might not be as accurate to two to four feet, but if it's how you're referencing location, uh, it can work. Um, but if you're going out ahead of time, this is another point we are gonna bring up uh, on station, can be created, the project can be created in the app as soon as the plans are official. And so we could release on station at bid list. And then you'll have contractors that are going out in the field, knowing where they are through the phone, being able to take you know, more information and answer more questions before any construction actually happens. And then if you can answer more questions in your bid, you're probably going to have less padding in your bid to cover the unknown. 
that's going to equal a lower bid price, you're probably going to win more jobs uh, that way. So it's uh, we feel that like you could use OnStation from start to finish. As soon as you want to start identifying the project and researching it, you can use the lat lawn. You can use the app when the bidding comes out and then when construction starts. If you get everyone on there, you're documenting all the information. Yeah, I like it. Is there any other questions? I did. I had one about the conversations that are in the app. Are those um, private or public, or can they be controlled in that aspect at all? Yeah, no, we get that a lot because what's unique about OnStation is we use the official set of documents to create a project. And regardless if Shane submitted those projects or those files to this job, if you're associated with the project, you can access and see the design in the station. When it comes to the communication piece, it's all siloed by individual. And the easiest way to think of this is if Jess and I are on a text message exchange and I have another text message exchange that includes me, Jess, and Marvin, only the folks that are included on that exchange get to see the information. So it's like you could have group emails, single emails, but if you're not included on that email, you're not going to get to see it. Um, so it's all siloed that way, so it's protected. Um, and if your competitor is on the job, they're not going to see any of your conversation. It's all kind of uh, backed that way um, and siloed. Yeah, that's what I was wondering was about a uh, competitor or different companies, you know, on, on the same project. Yeah. Um, it takes a second for people to realize that, though. But then once you put together that, hey, I, I'm talking to the DOT engineer about this issue, what Mike was saying, you know, I'm the inspector. I validated this. Here's the picture. I can send it and close it out. Having all that connected, there's a huge value there and benefit. And so um, you know, the more people that kind of get into it, the better it is. So can we kind of get into if um, somebody wanted to take on the app, um, you know, how would they get started? What would be the first kind of steps to get going with that? Yeah, I'll keep it very simple. You download the app from the app store or the Google Play Store, and you have to create an account. Those are the two steps. So the rollout, if we know our audience, uh, I forgot who mentioned the BIM 360 uh, there's tools like that. There's other great tools that do what they do extremely well. Our key focus is simplicity so that anybody, the, uh, the, the older guy with the big fingers who's been doing it for 30 years, he wants to get his station. He can download the app, create an account, and then it's as simple as this. We do all the configuration. So you submit the files for us. We configure the project. All you have to do is enter an access code one time. It adds the project to your map. This is actually a project that's right where my office is. And it snaps right to your location and gives you that station and offset uh, right at the bottom. And you can see I'm kind of in the back corner. So it's super easy. Everyone gets a 30-day trial. There's no credit card. Uh, you can try it out. You can submit projects. Uh, we price by buckets. Um, so like kind of different user groups. It includes your project setup. The most common is our team's package. And for about 300 bucks a person per year, you can have all this information right in your phone. So it's designed so that everybody on the job site can know their location, and make better decisions and be safer out on the out on the project and it's just easy to roll out and instantly you see what you have it takes about a day for the average user to say man this is the tool that i need to go to every day on the project so it's pretty sweet and it looks like jacob had a question and he said if you were to put a flag at a lay down yard to send the location for deliveries do they need to have the app to get the directions to the location? So they, if you want to share that within the app, yes. 
they need to have the app. Uh, that's why part of the reason why we provide a free trial is so that uh, they can try it out. And again, for that driver, $300, he never is going to make a mistake of dropping a load. You know, one mistake a year pays for it for his whole company. Uh, just the simplicity of knowing that, you know, there's no more questions. There's no more, you told me this, or you changed this. I drove to the flag and dropped it. Here's a picture with the station stamped on it. I'm out. I did everything you asked me to do, and you know, now it's on you. That's pretty powerful. So, Patrick, I'm going to ask you the question that I love to answer all the time for our app. What does this look like in three to five years? What does on station look like with the evolving high fast paced industry? Joke. Uh, but um, <laughs> where is this app going? So, three to five years on station. Our goal for the default location and communication tool on every project. We're working towards project creation automation. We'd love to be working with the DOTs, and you've got 200, 300, 500 jobs. They're just created in the app, and you can use it. The features are going to evolve based on impact from our users, um, or feedback, I should say. Uh, we're very aware, and we, we like that. You guys are out there using the app. How can we make it better? We're going to incorporate that um, into the app. Jess mentioned some of the partnerships that we're talking about. There are other industry standard tools that everyone already has. And if we can integrate and play a role in making those tools better, that's easier for the customer, um, we're going to get in with that as well. The measuring tool is one of our new features. We're working on ways to export the data better so it's more searchable and usable from the app. So that's coming soon. And then an active worker uh, feature. So the worker will be able to notify the traveling public of where they are on the road. We can send their information to Waze uh, or to Google Maps or to other third party like a, you know, the OEM, GMC equipment type cars. And they'll get an active worker on the road. Uh, just another way to help make it safer. So we're going to continue to evolve and add things, but the number one thing that we will not do, and somebody mentioned earlier that we kind of made it simple, uh, it's been, what, eight years, I don't know how many people an hour, billions of dollars to make it simple so that you open up your app, it jumps to where you are, and you get your data. Um, that'll be the key that we continue to do over and over and over and just make it easy. So I'm excited. And it's uh, when, when the app doesn't work, it, there's a bug. It sucks for that user. But we hear about it right away. And we get it fixed, take it very personally. But there's a piece of me inside that's like, wow, it didn't work for 20 minutes and I heard about it? Like, <laughs> they must be using this thing every day. And that's what fuels us to keep going. Yeah, and the reason why I like that question so much is because we have an idea of where we want to go, but we ultimately create this for our users, right? So we really don't know <laughs> where this is going to go in three to five years, depending on what our users need. Um, you know, even Ian, we've been working with him with new icons to put into the app. So we really try to engage with our user community and develop this so that it can be a very useful tool. So what, so what you're saying is here, we're going to have to do another podcast in a year, a couple of years here, see the updates, see where we're at, see how everybody adapted and used it and, uh, and go from there. There's, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that my mind is going about um, things that like aren't on the forefront of how the app could be advantageous, especially to contractors and different things. Um, everybody knows when it looks clean and smooth when you're doing a proposal of some kind, uh, and you say, hey, we have this software that it helps you win bids, just generally does um, the more information you can you can feed to the customer. Uh, is there anything else here that that we want to cover before we're, we're 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 done for the hour here? Because obviously there's for an app that's so simplistic and, and easily designed and user friendly, it, it creates a lot more conversation than than what you think. 
No? I think we're good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. I think when you, when I first seen it, I was like, oh, I get it. And if I can say, oh, I get it within five minutes, I know people with a brain much larger than mine, uh, which doesn't take much, uh, is going to go ahead and, and understand what's going on there real quick. So um, very cool. I really appreciate you guys being on here and sharing this and uh, letting everybody be able to see it. Because the first time I seen it, I just was like, how is this just not everywhere? And why is this just not the thing now? Right. So um, I appreciate it. Any, any closing words, Jess or Patrick or anybody? I just want to say a thank you for all the different groups that are on here. Um, not just for the time, but just continuing to progress the industry as a whole. I mean, we have podcasts, we have associations, we have teachers, we have contractors. Um, the more that we can progress the industry, more technology, make it easier, it's going to benefit us all. So we're all kind of fighting this common goal. And um, it's just nice to be a part of it and to be making an impact so that in the end, we all have better roads. It's easier to get there. There's less traffic and, you know, everyone goes home safe. So appreciate it. And thank you very much for doing it. Hey, thanks for being on everybody. I really appreciate it for myself and a whole list of people that I'm not going to go down again here. Um, we really appreciate you guys tuning in and for being part of Blacktop Banter and um, being part of this episode. If you're curious at all, feel free to DM me or message anybody or just check out on station. Uh, it's almost if you type it in anywhere, it's going to be coming up now. So um, I'm really excited about that. So Ian, Mike, um, the other Mike, Jake, Keith, who's probably out running laps out in the woods right now, uh, Shane, Kristen, and the whole team at OnStation. Thank you very much for listening. And as always here at Blacktop Banner, we speak asphalt. And we speak asphalt efficiently now, it seems like. So uh, we'll go with that. Peace. Thanks, Marvin. Liberty Supply has been the supplier for us when it comes to supplies as far as spray tips, street brooms, um, handles, uh, pour pots, flagging tape, uh, everything that we would need. We bought a melter from them, a crack melter from them. When you call Liberty Supply, you get Sam. Sam is the owner. Sam and his brother Mike both own the company. How often can you do that? Can you call and get the owner directly as soon as you call the number? And if you go to their website, libertysupply.biz, you'll see the full array of things they got. We've purchased our chalk lines from them, our chalk. We've had to grab some number stencils and things from them from time to time. So they have a pretty good supply of everything that you would want as far as supplies and tools and things of that nature. Our spray tips we purchase from Liberty Supply. So all the spray tips for spraying our sealer, we purchase from Liberty Supply. I mentioned the website, libertysupply.biz, but you can also call 800-397-9907 and you'll get Sam. They also are on Facebook and Instagram. I recommend going and checking them out, checking them out on there as well. And if you call Liberty Supply, tell them Marvin sent you, Sam will say, oh, cool. I know that guy. Uh, I golf with Sam from time to time. And I will say I beat him by a stroke last time we were out. So you can rub that in a little bit too. But... Honestly, truthfully, when it comes to Liberty Supply, we're thankful to have them. They're a valuable resource for us here at Wiscote and Dubuque Asphalt Maintenance. Super great guys, super nice guys. They want to help. If you run into any issues, Sam will make it right. I can promise you that. What more can you ask for from a supply company, an asphalt tool and equipment supply company? If you guys have been listening to the show for any amount of time or you follow me on any social media, you'll know that I have been using Stencil Plus to get all of our stencils for our striping stuff for quite a while now. One thing about Stencil Plus is they have all the stencils that you could want. They have all the different various thicknesses of these stencils as well. They can create any custom stencil. And more than likely, if you get a hold of them and ask them to create a custom stencil of your company logo, they will do it for free. They have been doing that for a while now. But beyond that, they can create multi-piece stencils, custom stencils. Uh, they have all the stencils you could want for any of the retail chain stores. So if you're doing a big box store or something like that, they have that as well. 
It's really easy to find them. They're at stencilplus.com. They're on social media everywhere. Jeff and the team does a great job with their social media and being in the groups and being active on Facebook and Instagram and things like that as well. It is free shipping on all orders within the United States. That's right, free shipping on all the stencils ordered within the U.S. So pop over to stencilplus.com. You can use code BB10 to get 10% off of your order at Stencil Plus. BB10, as in Blacktop Banter, BB10. You get 10% off your order. So if you call in and say Blacktop Banter referred you or you say BB10 or say Marvin said I can get 10% off, they'll honor that as well. You add that in the code spot at stencilplus.com if you want as well. You get 10% off. The number to call if you're going to call versus go to stencilplus.com is 877-372-6055.